0: Welcome to today's talk with Erica. I'm Erica del Sordo, here to discuss topics that affect people's personal and professional lives. Join me each week as we talk with experts who know how to answer life's questions and ease your mind. Hi everyone, I'm Erica Del Sordo. Thank you for joining me on yet another fantastic episode of today's talk with Erica. Now this Monday, joining me is John Lorido. For more than twenty years, John has been leading organizations in the financial services industry. He's developed a reputation as a turnaround expert with four successful and dramatic transformations of organizations. He currently speaks on stages worldwide on the topic of leadership and is the host of Tomorrow's Leader podcast. Welcome, John. Thanks,
1: Erica. Pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you so much for being here. You offer a whole lot. I know a whole lot of people are going to have questions as to what exactly you do. So how did you get into leading financial organizations into success? Where did it all begin?
1: Well, it's a great question. So I was a financial advisor when I got out of college. That was the the road that I took. And I just, I've always been intrigued by leadership. I was always fascinated, even as a, as a kid at different coaches or teachers that I had that had a really significant influence on me. And I'm just thinking, I remember situations where they they ultimately helped me do something I would not have done without them or think differently. So I think at a young age, I just got bit by that bug and that curiosity. And then when I got into business, I saw the opportunity. Um, I saw the impact that good and bad leaders had on me with my career. So I got involved uh, probably three years into my career as a financial advisor, I had an opportunity to start coaching and training other people. And then that just developed into another thing and bigger things and bigger. And then I was running offices and regions and having a lot of fun doing it.
0: That's really cool. That's very cool. I love hearing stories like that because that's that's a true success story. Um, Okay, so let's talk about some of your most dramatic transformations. I know I was reading up that you did uh, a prize in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, they went from a hundredth ranked out of one hundred and ten to number one in the country because of you. And Penn Mutual, is that right? Those are those mm-hmm. two of your those are your big uh, you know, they were ranking to win the prestigious presidents award twice and excellence award three times. This is all because of you and what you do for them. And those are those are huge companies. You're not talking small potatoes here. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I will say this and thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, it was really about and it is always about getting the right people around you and building the right team. I learned that and I made a ton of mistakes in both Hartford and Boston and DC and Connecticut were uh, other areas that I was where um, the people make all the difference. And especially when you're small, every decision you make with bringing a person into your organization is that much, that much more important because if you have five people and you're bringing in one person, they're now 20% of the weighting of that organization. So I learned some lessons the hard way. And I learned also from success how important that was. And I think leaders sometimes forget get how important it is to cast a really compelling and exciting vision out there. I think people want to follow people that want to go to these great places. You know, I kind of think about it like and when I went to Hartford, I mean it was it was tough walking into a place that was a group of people that were not used to not only not used to having success but really used to being at the very bottom and not and really seen failure and experience it so to paint this picture of what success looks like and can look like i mean it was almost like you know you've gone to those real estate developments where there's no homes but it's just a picture and it's like a trailer that's the sales office and and they're trying to sell homes and this empty vast expanse of land and it's it's hard they've got to you know paint the picture but then when when the homes start to get built then people, really like it, they can start to see it and it's easier to sell more and more homes. It's kind of the same for turning around an organization. It's really, really hard at the beginning. But once you start, when you paint that vision, you get people around it and start to get positive momentum, it gets easier and easier and easier. It goes on.
0: Well, that's cool. How long does it take for for a transformation to occur?
1: Well, it It depends. I would say in most cases, three years at least um, for major transformation, but we saw uh, we saw a major change even in the first few months. I mean, when it, when the right leader gets in, you feel it right away. You see it, Mm -hmm. the results themselves. Some of the results may take a while to show up, but people feel an immediate difference. They feel better. You know, you feel Safer, you feel like that leader is taking you the right place, and okay, now I can kind of follow their lead. So, right, we saw you know big differences even in that first few months,
0: and that's a good feeling too. That's what everyone wants to feel. You have to; it's just like a rebirth, if you will, and that's a great feeling. I don't know if you can or you want to. What are just a few of the steps you walk these companies through?
1: Well, I think the first thing is understanding, okay, what is the vision of the company and and getting everybody on the same page. I go into some companies now and realize that number one, either there is no vision or it's nobody really understands it. It's not enough for the leader to have it in his or her head. They've got to be able to articulate it clearly. So people understand. Um, but then it's really identifying, okay, what are what is, what do the roles and everything in that organization look like? Does everybody really understand what's expected of them and how they, their role contributes to that overall vision. Sometimes there's a real big disconnect. And when people don't understand that and there's no why behind what they're doing, it's really hard to ask people to do a lot more of it or do it better when they don't really understand how does this fit within the bigger picture? Um, It's no longer the days of somebody working in a silo and, okay, I'm just going to do this and I'm going to move this lever back and forth and then my job is done. The best organizations bring everybody into the overall mission and vision so they really understand that. You know, those are some of the basics. Um, And then it gets more detailed and more advanced. But I find when you have the right people doing the right things, then so much of it, those are the big things. The rest of it becomes a lot easier. Not easy, but a lot easier. Getting the right people doing the right things is most critical.
0: Wow. That's a, that's a huge job. Mm -hmm. That's impressive. Now you, you obviously travel the nation. I presume you've gone to what every state I'm assuming
1: I have. Yep.
0: Okay. Wow. And you speak to large groups.
1: I do. I go actually even uh, even across the world uh, in different conferences okay. and, and speak to. Uh, now, obviously, in COVID times, the travel is not there, so it's more virtual. But uh, my work now is helping leaders. I, I work with executives and CEOs and business owners uh, to become better leaders and help on the strategy end and just sometimes to be a trusted advisor to them, uh, which they everybody needs. Uh, but I also work with teams and groups of people to become better leaders. So I work with different organizations that want to help their leaders because oftentimes what happens is a company or an organization can only grow as fast as the leadership talent allows that organization to grow. There's some organizations that have a great product or service um, and they really have the ability to do great things, but they're limited because of the talent of their leaders. So when you start to turn that dial and move that talent up that next level, it's unbelievable what happens. It's not like a 20% increase in the leadership talent is a 20% increase in the growth of that company. It's not the way it works. It's like 20% equals a 200 or 2000% growth rate. It's unbelievable how that makes a difference.
0: Wow. That's impressive. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um let's talk about your podcast and by the way you have a fantastic voice yourself by the way you sound oh, fantastic right. um it, your podcast is called tomorrow's leader now you've been doing what you've been doing for more than 20 years but the podcast was recently born right was. and was it because of covid how come that all started
1: you know it's interesting i i had uh, launched my business so i had left my my role at penn mutual and started my business because i wanted to impact more leaders and more people and uh, a bigger impact all over the world really and um the podcast was an idea that a friend of mine had. Uh, I was not thinking about doing it. Um, and he had really kind of pushed me in that direction. He said, you know, it's a great way to get your message out. And it was kind of weird. I'd been speaking on stages for so long and, uh, everything, you know, was very comfortable to me, but, uh, the idea of starting a podcast, I didn't know what I was doing at all. I had no idea. So, uh, it was, took a little stepping outside that comfort zone, but uh, I can
0: relate. (laughs) I know.
1: Yeah. You were talking earlier about that. Um, but it's a lot of fun, you know i I love having guests on there. I learn from the guests uh, as much as I'm sure my audience does, and you know my my goal is to provide value to help people become better leaders of themselves and other people. A lot of people look at leadership they, they look at a tomorrow's leader podcast. Okay, well, it only applies to me or it would be helpful if I'm in a formal leadership role. Not the case. I mean, if we think about it, I'm a firm believer that every person. On this planet is a leader. They are a leader of themselves. They have, you have influence, more influence than anybody does on what you think and what you say and what you do. And those are the things that we control. So it's really about helping people become better leaders of themselves. And if they can do that, then ultimately they're going to be better leader of other people.
0: I'm really happy that you actually brought that up because people need to know it's not just about these large corporations and organizations. Um, as an individual, you can also learn a whole lot. Everyone needs to find your, what is your Instagram handle again for the tomorrow's leader? Is it tomorrow's leader? Or actually, it
1: it's, uh, it's they can just find me at John Larito, J-O-H-N-L-A-U-R-I-T-O.
0: Okay. And you have a website as well.
1: Mm-hmm. and that's larito group.com so l a u r i t o g r o u p.com and I'm all over LinkedIn and uh, Facebook as well I post the podcast uh, little teaser clips on there so they can always find me there too. That's
0: wonderful that's one because people are always asking about these things so it's nice to find you everywhere um, what would you let's talk more so about though the success rates of these companies that you we've spoken about two of them what are some of the other companies that have really been successful for you, uh, you know, since doing this?
1: Yeah, well, uh, the one I had—you're uh, talking about when I was actually in in those leader roles, those turnarounds—or more about the people that I'm working with now.
0: To be honest with you, but let's talk about both. both. Okay, sure.
1: So I had, um, so those four turnaround opportunities, one was Hartford, one was uh, Penn Mutual in Boston. Uh, both were ranked toward the last and moved them up. Uh, I had also had an opportunity to do two other turnarounds, another one in in Boston and then another one in DC, Maryland, Virginia. Um, and those were, uh, the one in, in Boston was a very successful organization that had, we had it was the largest office and Ameriprise, um, but had some culture and and other types of uh, issues that needed to be fixed and kind of Uh, turned around a little bit. But then the region down in DC was another one that was a large area that was a lot of people and pulling in together a lot of different offices and getting everybody kind of rowing the boat in the same direction. So, you know, those were all very unique in in many ways, but also similar in others, because when an organization is not doing well, there's very common threads there. And now in working with different businesses and industries, uh, it's amazing how, you know, for me to have a perspective, having worked with a lot of different organizations and all different industries, to be able to look at something and usually be able to see, because oftentimes we just get in our own way. We're so used to looking at things through the same, you know, set of glasses or or binoculars or whatever, that you just get almost conditioned to see things a certain way and not see them another. When you step out and another person takes a look, sometimes there's an easy solution there that that wasn't obvious before. So it's fun. I really enjoy working with leaders and helping them really take that next step up and their business results that follow. That's exciting to see when you see a business turn around that was really maybe plateauing or even struggling. Um, it's not just, about results and money and whatnot, and the financials, it's people's lives that change. I mean, that's what's incredible.
0: So that is huge to see. I love that. It's so satisfying to see that, right? It's got to be so satisfying to see that.
1: It is absolutely.
0: Um, Yeah. Talk to me, though, about that aspect of it regarding COVID. Did COVID kind of knock down business this year, or did it help you? Some people it's doing, it could go either or.
1: You know what, Uh, for me personally, it it helped. And I I will be honest with you, it it was a, uh, it was a, I had left my role, my nice cussy job on February 21st. So literally weeks before, and I had speaking engagements and a TED talk and everything lined up and all that obviously got canceled quickly. So I was thinking, okay, wow, what do I do? Um, and, and I pivoted in a direction that I wasn't normally wouldn't have gone in. And that was working with companies and consulting and doing more coaching. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was going to be more speaking. So I think it helped me quickly think differently and, and help people. I wouldn't have been able to help before. Um, you know, I work with businesses and it's amazing because we've all been pushed in and forced into this new uh, zone of discomfort. I mean, everybody's had to be pushed out of their comfort zone right. and whether it's how they live life or their health or finances or business, the way they work, everything. Um, and because of that, some people have really prospered and others have not, um, the ones in the businesses that have, have really looked at it as an opportunity i'm thought through okay what does this mean where where is the opportunity what are the challenges how do we need to maneuver they don't sit still they haven't just tried to wait everything out they've really tried to adapt quickly and those are the ones in general that i have seen that have prospered significantly
0: wow that's good to know yeah wow um i heard you mention in there by the way something about a ted talk how many of you have you had or have you, would that have been the first?
1: That would have been the first. So uh, that got postponed. Now it's next, uh, it's this April uh, coming up. So uh, hopefully that will be still on uh, with uh, hopes that we're out of this pandemic, but yeah, that, that will be my first.
0: That's awesome. Well, maybe we can talk again then in April because I'd love to catch up on that.
1: Yeah, I would love that.
0: That's awesome. You really offer something wonderful for for both individuals and companies. Would you like to add anything else?
1: You know, I, I, uh, it's truly a, uh, a, a. A kind of thing where there's small, tiny little differences that add up. And I think some people get very overwhelmed with leadership, but it's really, if you can get and think about getting 1% better every week, then you are on the road to really to greatness. Um, I have a book coming out called Tomorrow's Leader that will be out in uh, about two or three months. And it's really all about that. It's how, not just the concept, because I always read books, leadership books, and I'd said, wow, that's a great book, a really interesting concept, but now what? What do I do with this? And I've always been kind of left with that question. So my book is really aimed at action. So what do you do? Well, here's what you do. And here's how you get 1% better in this area, in this area, and decision making and communication and building trust and casting that compelling vision. Uh, So I'm hoping that readers read it and and have fun because there's a lot of stories in there and examples, but uh, that it really is impactful because it's something they can take action on.
0: Thank you for, for bringing that up first off, and then thank you for writing it because so many people have so many questions. It's nice to get that out there. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's wonderful news. That really is wonderful news. Good Good. advice too. So thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. What I'm going to do is, as I do with everyone, we'll have all of your links up and where folks can find your book as well in the info section. And, uh, they'll be able to find you wherever you are. (laughs) everything but your home address we got (laughs) i think (laughs) we'll probably find that too (laughs) yeah right that's kind of scary (laughs) thank you so much for talking with me thank you very very much we'll have to do this again
1: i'd love to thank you erica i appreciate it
0: thanks for listening to today's talk with erica join me next week for another discussion with the experts who help make life easier Please visit my website, EricaDelSordo.com, where you'll find all of my social media platforms and more. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Once again, thanks for listening.